Welcome back to Coast Coast Dynasty, episode number 16. I am Ruben Almada at Superfix DJ. And I am Justin Mercer at C2C Dynasty Merce. Thursday morning for me. Um, how are you doing, my good friend? I am doing well. It's uh, been another crazy week of work travel. As I told you late last night, I, uh, I drove 11 hours in 29 hours. So a lot of road time over a couple days, but... Uh, Caught up on all my podcasts. I, uh, I even listened to the marathon Zoom chat from Dynasty and Chill. Nice. Yeah, that, that, that is one thing that um, I don't drive too much anymore. Like all my drives are like 20, 30 minutes now. And the job I took a couple of years ago. So uh, I don't get, it's not, I can't even get the podcast basically started by the time I go. So I'm usually trying to catch up on them behind. Some of them get deleted just because they become obsolete, the information possibly. Um, but yeah. It's a good time to get all those caught up on a, on a lot of that driving. So uh, good for that. Um, yeah, I was able to join the Zoom chat for a little bit there uh, on Friday of last week, I believe it was. Yeah, it was fun. Fun. Um, they're just too. Uh, they're long. There's a lot of good information there. There's a lot of good interaction. I I, I, uh, I like joining those. Yeah, good, I need to times. make it a priority to join those, uh, even if it's late, because generally, like. Chrissy and I, I, because of my travel for work, we don't get a whole lot of time together. So usually Friday nights we're hanging out. And Yep, I get um, that. I get that. And so That's... like, um, but I do need to, I, I mean, she goes to bed by 1030 usually and they're still going strong at that oh, time. Yeah. So no, I, They're just getting started, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Just so getting started. I, I definitely need to, to make it a priority to I get on I think it was those. 1030 my time when I logged on. So I know, crazy. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, we are week seven is over. Week eight is about to start tonight. Um, Hopefully great... it'll be a good game tonight. Oh, I mean, yeah, we'll see. We had one know. last week and I'm not going to hold my breath. The odds are not in its favor just because of the it's two good quarterbacks see. that we yeah. want to watch, want to do well for fantasy. So, um, you know, I, yeah, um, it is, but we'll, we'll, hope, we'll, we'll be hopeful. Let's be hopeful. Let's be yeah, optimistic is, yeah. is the way to go. But yeah. Uh, we need yeah. some optimism after the the massacre of week seven. Um, yes, um, so I, I know everybody's talked at length about all these issues. Everybody's done their emergency pods, their what to do, here to go. But uh, man, I just yep. really—I mean, the one that hurts is Brees Hall, obviously. Right, and the, for sure. The, the only thing I'll say is, it just goes to show you how much values in dynasty can swing on running backs like in in a flash oh for uh, sure i mean he went from weeks from in, in six weeks he became rb1 in dynasty to now he's probably i don't know six seven eight nine something like that yeah. i don't know i haven't even really looked but i'm just guessing okay deal so um yeah, no. no, I mean it's it is a it's a more reactionary. There's a lot of information out there. There's a lot more medical data with uh, a lot of these doctors now that are fantasy focused on Twitter. And uh, you know, I am no doctor, but uh, it certainly has helped uh, get the information out like immediately, right? And right, for sure. Readily for sure. available, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I. I I know you, uh, you and I were talking last night, and I'm in a rebuild in one team, and I was thinking about sending uh, a 23 first for Brees, and you're like, I'm out. And as I went through your trades today, I could see that. I was like, all right. 
but yeah, I get it. I mean, it's, I, I am for the but, most part. I mean, we did did acquire one this week, uh, and I've got him in two leagues, two other leagues that I'm rebuilding, and I'm one's a PPC, so I'll probably stick with him there. Um, the other one, if somebody gave me a good offer, he'd be gone. But yeah. So I know, like, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I know a lot of people have talked about this, like you said earlier. The me, to me, it just, I know he's younger than Akers. I know he's younger than Dobbins. I know that it happened earlier in the season than those guys um, in general, but. What happened there his rookie year rather than theirs happened early, in between their first and second year, right? Right, so. right. So, or in the middle of their second year, that right. So, but uh, we've not seen. Outside of Adrian Peterson, who is pretty sure he's not human. Not human. <laughs> yeah. um, we've never seen a running back come back the next year and be what they were. Yep. Right? So yep. I will take the odds that he's not going to be who he was next year. And if he's got a 12-month recovery, we're looking at week seven, week eight of next year. So you get half a season with him next year. So if I can get out for a running back and a 23 first, I'm out. Because what if he comes back a little early in nine weeks and he's J.K. Dobbins and he has to yeah. go back on IR? Yeah. And we always know when these guys get hurt, they are tender and they're, they, they come back. They come back slow. They come back. Something else might end up happening. So that's kind of why I'm out. Um, but I could see holding him in certain positions, PPC leagues, or you're rebuilding. I'm probably not. If I have him, I'll, I'm fine with it. I'm not. Go, I'm not really going to buy him. I know we bought him. My myself and Scott Scott A bought him in a, in a in a league. We're we're not doing well, so what the hell kind of deal? Just take a chance on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, unless he's Adrian, the second coming of Adrian Peterson. I don't expect him to come back doing well next year. He's also plays. He's always going to play on turf. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that doesn't, doesn't bode well for him. Um, that's kind of how I look at it. Maybe I'm cutthroat, but I'm out. You get a knee injury or an ankle injury, like an Achilles or something. I'm done. You're out of my, get out of my life. Yeah. Because uh, I will just, because let's look at Saquon, right? Saquon bl blows out his knee, right? And if you had sold him for any 22 or 23 first at that time, you would have been money ahead because those two seasons, you lost two seasons yep. with Saquon. So, and I mean, his, uh, his was impacted by a second injury that was but completely, that's a, but, yeah, but, he, but he's second but, injury I mean, off the, off the, but knee, it wasn't, right? I mean, hey, let's not. Let's stop there. That was a total freak. He stepped, he was running backwards and stepped on someone. So, and he had just had two games that were extremely good. I think over 20 points um, because he, he got hurt week one. He came back. He started the next season a little slow, his first couple of games, but then he had two 20 week outbursts. And then he had the Cowboys step on the player injury. So I would say like, and he and Bar Barkley and Brees Hall are most closely related as far as their um you know analytical profiles right their right. their size right. speed all that so i guess i'm a little bit more optimistic just because i i feel like he could bounce back and 
you know, come back and be impactful in the second half of next year. So, yeah, that's just me. That I mean, I and that's why we play this game. We yeah, differences, right? I wish you were in the two leagues that I'm trying to sell him. So yeah. it would be coming to you for him. But that's how I feel on him. Um, the other injuries, I'm sure everybody's heard about them and gone over them. So we don't need to really hash them. But you got Njoku, DK, Mike Williams, and Lazard and Bellinger. Who I just wanted to talk about. Yeah, that Bellinger thing was. Oh, I didn't see it. So probably yeah. a good thing. I don't like squeamish things kind of stuff. My yeah. wife likes to show me sometimes some stuff from work and stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 don't want to see that. So, but yeah, that's kind of the injuries. It's part of the game. It's part of the, it, it's, it always hits hard. We always say, oh, I hope it doesn't, but it does every year, every yep. freaking year. So, um, yeah, I ho- hopefully it didn't impact teams too bad. Um, I know. Let's get that, on to the exciting news though. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's... It's, I mean, it's, it's a NFL uh, trade deadline is around the corner. It's a uh, uh, Tuesday, I believe. Tuesday, four p.m. Eastern or one p.m. Yep. Eastern, November like first. Yep. Yep. So um, some trades have happened already in the NFL, which is great. My uh, 49ers went out and made a a splash trade for Mr. CMC. Um, this has also been hashed out like crazy last week. I think this was d- done. Did we record last week on so Friday? We, it, this happened the day we recorded. So yeah, we recorded yeah. earlier, and then this happened that night. That night, yep, so. that's right. So, um, you know, I like it. I like the trade a lot for the Niners. I like the trade a lot for fantasy. Uh, I talked a little bit about it on America's the pod, uh, Scott and Eric's pod, America's Game. So check that out. But um, I don't think it's that much draft capital if you think about it. Because it's not like it's, you know, people are used to when you're trading at this time that they're trading for a one-year rental guy, right? So this isn't a one-year rental guy. He's got he's got two more years on his contract after this year. Yeah. So, okay. They gave up a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth next in the following year. Okay. So if it was a one-year, like last year, Vaughn Miller went to the Rams for a second and a third, and then he was gone. So if we take that, okay, maybe you're adding the fourth and the fifth because you get him for an extra couple years. Also, people are like, oh, the not, you know, that's what Shanahan does. He just uses nobody running backs and makes them draw of it. Completely agree. He has. But they've never had anybody. Shanahan has never had anybody with his talent on any offense that I can think of. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. He played about 20 snaps last weekend. I expect that to grow a little bit for this week, 30, 30, 35 kind of deal, maybe. Um, but when I really expect him to shine is coming off the bye in two weeks. They got they play the Rams this week and then they're on a bye. So after and they play the Chargers off the bye, I believe. Um, so that yeah. should be when they should really shine, and that Chargers defense is really struggling they've lost a lot of players uh so that should be good i'm excited from it from a fantasy standpoint because there's a lot of weapons there should be able to open it up and you know we saw some splash plays from him last week and he looked pretty good with that offense and if he can run behind Trent williams watch out he's not gonna you know should be good uh i'm excited it from from a 49er standpoint because it was a uh we're all in for this year they did not look good this last weekend i did not watch the second half which is probably a good thing um, but it's the Chiefs, and it's I mean it's not defense is struggling right now. They got some injuries, it's hurting them. 
losing Emmanuel Mosley on the one corner really, I think, is really hurting them because now they can really pick on that side versus not really having anywhere to put pick. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully they can rebound. I mean, they were uh, f- three and five last year and still made the NFC Championship. So let's hope uh, we're three three and four and we can make the NFC Championship again and go a little bit further. But that's enough about me well, the one the comment, I, Yeah, the comment I'll make in just my opinion is I always had this feeling that because of CMC's receiving chops, he could have a much longer career than your traditional running back. And I, I feel like Shanahan and that system can extend CMC's career, you know, a lot longer just because of how he can get designed plays, get the ball in his hands. And I mean, let's be honest, they've known this kid forever because Ed McCaffrey played for, you know, Uh-oh. yeah. Kyle's dad. Kyle's dad. And like, so they knew him when he was younger. And I, I think it's a, a good story from that perspective. They know the type of person they're getting. They know the quality of NFL player. And and truly, I mean, CMC is more than a running back. He is a wide receiver he's a, that he's happens to be lined up in the backfield. Sometime. I mean, they got the best running back that is also a wide receiver now. And they also have the best wide – they have a wide receiver that's a really good running back too. Yep. Yep. Indeed. No, I mean, so gives them a lot of flexibility for play right. calling. Yeah, it should be interesting. I know that. I mean, it's time for Kyle to put up or shut up kind of deal. Yeah. Like yep. if we do not get to the NFC Championship and or Super Bowl this year, Kyle is going to be on a hot seat next year. Yep. He Essentially, they've used they've used in the last eighteen months they've used four day two picks on running back. Yep. So it's like, so, I mean, and they've basically used all of the 23 draft capital is gone for, yeah. for the most part. I mean, if D'Amico gets hired somewhere, they're going to pick up some comp picks and stuff, but those are into third round picks. So basically fourth rounders. So, and granted they've drafted pretty well over there, but anyways, so that's where I'm at. I'm not, I have CMC in three leagues. I'm competing in all three of those leagues. So I'm hoping that works out really well for me. Uh, but anyways, we had some other trades, including one that went down today, but, uh, James Robinson went from the Jags to the Jets after the Brees Hall injury. Ah, whatever. I don't really care. I mean. I mean, it would be good if he got the volume in the role that Brees Hall had. I just don't know. I still think I still think Michael Carter is going to be the one that you really want there. Um, and because just because he knows the system, he's very well thought of. I just think that they needed someone to take some of the beatings so that Michael Carter doesn't have to take it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's going to be a running back by committee there. You know, that's another Shanahan disciple. So, I mean, it's going to be hot hand approach kind of deal. Who's doing well? And on top of that, this offense, yeah, they're five and two, but it's because who they, look what they've done. They, they did, I think Zach Wilson hasn't even had 100 yards. They didn't even have 100 yards last week or the year week before, one of those weeks. So this offense isn't lighting the world on fire. This offense was Brees Hall. And Michael Carter and James Robinson combined do not hold the talent that Brees Hall does. So I'm not that excited about it. If you know, if you have James Carter, James uh, Robinson, maybe they should change it to James Carter or uh, Michael Robinson kind of deal. But um, if you can sell him for a third, I'd out so fast, you know, kind of deal. I have him in a couple leagues. I'll probably just throw him in there here and there. Anyways, then the big one that happened, I can't call it big one. The one that happened today 
uh, Kadarius Tony going from the Giants to the Chiefs. What do you think about this one? Yeah, so it's it's interesting to me because obviously Tony's been quote unquote hurt all year, so this has to mean he's healthy, or at least he ha- he they feel he could pass his physical, um, conditional third round pick. Yeah, I mean, and then a sixth round pick for him. I mean, he was a first rounder. A lot of people felt he was overdrafted, but man, this guy's dynasty value has been held up for one game last year where he looked legitimate and. Uh, you know, he's just kind of hung around, but now he's in one of the most potent offenses. He has technically four more years left on his rookie contract. If they pick up a fifth, they um, won't pick up the fifth option on him. Well, I, I just almost, I could almost guarantee I could almost guarantee it. Yeah, because that's based on the wide receiver position salaries, yep. right? And by then, it's just going to be astronomical. So, yeah, I agree. Some some of these fifth year options for receivers were picked up because it was still somewhat affordable. But uh, I think that I agree they will change that uh, with the, these uh, crazy. I mean, it's contracts. also the bit. It's also the bit. It also depends on if you make a Pro Bowl and if you don't, and this kind of stuff. And he's not making any of those stuff. Yeah, so, so um, I just what this is this is gonna be messy because Juju just had by far his two best games these last two weeks. Uh, he he finally looked like he was the go-to wide receiver, right? Nicole Hardman had three touchdowns. Now I you know they were rushing. Um, so it's like I just think it's another weapon for them to have in that offense, and it's just gonna make it messier for fantasy. Uh basically start Kelsey, start Mahomes. And everyone else is a crapshoot because they're even a three-headed committee in the backfield. I don't think this affects Juju at all. I don't think this affects MVS at all. Maybe it's – I think who it affects is Sky Moore, really. Um, but even then, Sky Moore, Tooney, I don't really care. I don't think this is anything – again, like you said, Tooney is uh, – getting held up by one fucking game last year and that's one game last year and over his college he didn't do shit yeah he is not he was a workout warrior and that was it he was fast and that's it if the al davis was still alive he would have drafted him drafted him even earlier because of his speed and that's it i do not i don't think this is this is a sell window if you have them get rid of them take you know but I am not buying. I want nothing to do with him. Yep. No, I think that's a, a fair point. And so there's a couple more, you know, that might be, I mean, we've heard rumors. And um, I know in the DNC chat, somebody was talking about, you know, the people that are getting traded are the ones we don't even hear about, or we don't think about, you know, like tune you as one. Um, right. It, but like Kareem Hunt, there's been chatter. Claypool, there's been chatter. There's all this chatter about a wide receiver going to Green Bay. Probably doesn't happen. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Cooks was the other wide receiver that was right. rumored to maybe go to, to Green Bay. I Yeah, I mean, it's because you figure, I mean, just for, for example, for those of you with Hunt and plans to start Hunt this week, they have a Monday night game. If they're close or anything remotely close to a deal, they're not, they're going to scratch Hunt. So don't bank on any right. points from Hunt this weekend. Good point, um, good point. And so that that was one thing I wanted to mention with Hunt. But the other thing, too, is like I think it would be a, if he could get into a role where he's got the primary back. I mean, he's never going to be a, you know, a workhorse back because that's just not what the league. I mean, there's only a handful of teams that do that. And those teams already have their RB. But if he gets a primary role, 
I mean, I think this will be a boon for his uh, his fantasy points the rest of the year. So I'd probably buy um, if he does get traded. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Um, you're the Claypool expert. So what do you think there, man? Yeah, I mean, so, well, he, here here's my thoughts. Claypool is doing fairly well in his slot role this year. The Steelers truly need someone of his caliber as a weapon for for Kenny Pickett. So if they do trade him, it's not going to be for like a third. It's going to be a package where they get multiple picks and multiple picks next year because they're not going to wait around because they need to draft the next Claypool next year to give Kenny a weapon. I mean, I would say he's probably not going to get moved. That would be my gut instinct. I think that he's done enough uh, to change his character, to build up his uh, reputation within the organization. I mean, I think a lot of the beat writers are saying he's like a completely different wide receiver, um, you know, in a person outside. I mean, I don't know if you saw it, but it was, he, uh, he had his best game two weeks ago uh, when they beat Tampa Bay and they interviewed him after the game and uh, Gunnar Olszewski gave him uh Copenhagen and he had oh, his yes. first he had his first dip in and he's like buzzing off he's like doing this interview and he's like whoa these lights oh, yeah, I saw like, that yeah I'm like, he was um it was it was pretty funny but not not promoting tobacco use by any means but it was I just think that it's that locker room connectivity with him and the other receivers and like I just think it, they they're losing out on something and they still have him on a cheap deal right I mean um, so it's like, I just don't see them moving him for just a single pick. I think it'll be, you know, if anything, you know, a second and a, you know, third, like conditional pick, or it's going to have to be something because he's still a high caliber wide receiver. He's just not a fantasy performer that we all wanted him to be. Right. So that's my opinion, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, I, I think, you know, as far as like teams and where, where we are, I mean, in my 12 leagues that I'm competing, I'm still in the top six in points four and top six in all plays. So I'm tracking well. Um, it's been an interesting year. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, I'd have to go back and do the math on, you know, where I'm at in each one kind of deal, but the teams that I'm competing in, we're still doing well, still to, towards the top end. Got a couple of teams that I'm like high points, but like a three and four record in one team, but you know, I'm still should be, should be in good shape kind of deal. So keeping track of my updating my spreadsheet on where I'm at for, from a, um, you know, where I need to be and that kind of stuff, making moves based off of that. But I will um, say I will have to comment on the one thing that uh, happened this week. I took over the top spot um, in our division for points for and power rank in hot sauce, the dynasty hot sauce and Larry monkey who said on their podcast, how terrible my team was and how, how on earth did I win the championship last year? Well, that, guy is in second to last and he was trying to compete this year so suck it larry <laughs> i love it i love it throw some shade at the monkey so yes a no a um aka ken so yes yes my my team um is atrocious in that league 
if the, to say the least. I have well, a you got a lot of you got a lot of future capital. I mean, I do. We did, I do. We did so, our deal for Lamar, and um, that got I you do. loaded up. So, so we'll see how that goes. But um, speaking of Lamar and elite quarterbacks, are you trying to go after some right now, or what are you doing there? Yeah, that? yeah. So, like, I I put this on the sheet because I think now's the time where if you have some of these teams that are just doing God awful and they happen to have some of these elite quarterbacks, um, you know, and I, I would put that at, you know, k- kind of the top five or six um, I would go after them. And you were the rebuilder that loaded up on 23 first, like we all were uh, saying to do, I would go after and try to offer them a package um, because that elite QB production is quite frankly, irreplaceable. Um, I know the 23 class is going to have a lot of good players, but there are few and far between elite quarterbacks. And like I said, there there are six in my mind that I would want to go after. I would want to go after Allen, Mahomes, Lamar, Burrow, and Herbert. Those are the five. And then, I mean, beyond that, I don't know. I mean, I, I still think that there's some hope for Kyler. I just... I have Kyler on a few teams and he's so frustrating to me. So I'm kind of like not, I'm, I wouldn't go after Kyler aggressively. But. No, I have Kyler in a couple. And if I could trade him for one of those guys, I probably would, but I, I'd have to add probably maybe Burrow would be one. Hertz is one I would throw in there. I think oh, yeah. Hertz is going to yep. get a contract contract. So I'd throw him for in sure. there too. For um, sure. Other than that. It's, well, it's and, and that Hertz might be the cheapest because of the uncertainty of the contract. And yet, I mean, I know in some of my scoring, I mean, he's a top three quarterback in scoring so far. Um, and he's just, uh, he, he, yeah, I, I omitted him. I, I was just talking to Andrew Troller via group me DM today about these elite quarterbacks and Hertz was definitely one that I mentioned. It's just, I mean, their point per game difference this year has been even more, uh, especially like Josh Allen, Josh Allen's just, out of this world as far as his scoring goes um yep. i mean in my in my og one qb league he's scoring 47 points per game that's Good his God. Av- what kind of what kind of scoring system is that so what no we have we have bonuses for like uh like once you hit like 300 yards 400 yards 500 yards and that's combined yards so it's passing in rushing uh-huh. right and then and then it's six point tds you get 40 yard you know all kinds of bonuses. Bonus. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got one of those. They drive me nuts because you can't really. It's unpredictable and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, but anyway. but regardless, I, I mean, how about yourself? I mean, a lot of your teams already have these guys on them. But yeah. are you uh, are you out buying? I'm trying to, but it's not. It's not. It's almost impossible, right? I mean, I got a huge offer for Josh Allen this week from Scott Connor in a league. Um. But, but it was also do- with digs too. Yeah, that's- yeah, it was, and I couldn't do it just because it would leave me just with Trevor Lawrence as a quarterback, and I think he's in the top twelve of dynasty quarterbacks today. But I don't want him as my QB one. I want him as my QB two. So that was kind of the reason there. I could, I just couldn't pull the trigger. Yeah, I'm kind of not at the top of the league because I've got I need more pieces in general. So. um I didn't do it. It's really hard to get one of the co- the top six quarterbacks, in my opinion. If you don't have them, it's almost nearly impossible to get one right now. I mean, you're going to have to offer three firsts plus to get one of those top 
five, I think. Nobody's because yeah. nobody else is going to do it. No, because yeah. I mean, if you have one of those guys, you're more than likely in the in the playoff contention right now. So why would you give up that that right? So maybe you could swap one for like, can you go from from a Kyler to a Burrow or or a or a Herbert because Herbert's a little bit you know a slightly downtick right now. Yeah, he's depressed I mean, right he, now. And it, I wouldn't say it's a buy low. It's he's attainable kind yes, of deal. That's the exactly. new the new thing, right? So, um, but yeah, I'm not really doing too much there. It's more I'm trying to make small moves and get rid of like aging guys for vets or buy aging guys just for for points kind of deal. Like I'd buy Hopkins right now because he's going to get be a target machine there. Um, those kind of things. Or get if you have Hopkins and you're not competing, excuse me. Get rid of him. Um, take a second and be happy, kind of deal. Um, or if you can, add a third and maybe they'll give you a first. I, I doubt it, but um, but you know, take a second for Hopkins and and, and move on because he's yeah, he's getting he's getting up there in age, kind of deal. But or Adams, get rid of move Adams if you're not contending. Those kind of guys, Keenan Allen, who's back now. He's got a buy. He'll be back next week. Um, those kind of guys get get move on them. That's kind of what I'm doing right now. If I don't yeah. need them, they're they're trying to go. But yeah, yeah, no, I I mean I've I've been doing similar, but I just was thinking about that QB like, um, you know, the top tier. If I, like I have right now, I have five rebuilding teams, and in I would say three of them, I have two elite quarterbacks. So the other two, I think I'm going to go out and I'm going to try and acquire one of those big guys. Yeah, I right. have. I have four firsts in one and actually have four firsts in both of those leagues. Good luck. Um, Yeah. So may the force be with you because I don't (laughs) good luck with that. I mean, let me know how it goes. Cause I, if you get one, you probably won't have any of those firsts left in my (laughs) opinion. So. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that kind of, let's go into uh, what's the favorite one of the funnest parts of fantasy is make uh, dynasty is uh trades. And uh, this has been, uh, I've been pretty busy this week again. So I, you know, getting the season, I get, you know, getting busy, just, you know, it's been a lot of week at, you know, the whole, a lot of the week at home working. So it gives me a little bit more time to, to send out offers. So um, a s- couple of sleeper trades that I did, we just classified them under sleeper just because um, there was a, my five leagues I have over there or whatever it is. Uh, I gave up Daryl Henderson and I got Pacheco and a 23 second back. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm not competing in this league. Just, yeah, I love I love that deal because I would I would probably do Henderson for just a second. Right, so that's what I was kind of like. <laughs> sure, gone by. Um, do the the typical running back for a spot start for a third, Foreman for a third, they gone. Nice. Um, this next one I had done. I didn't put it on here because I think it did the week. Be- it was the week before. But I had acquired Monty in a trade, and I also got Monty and a 24 first. And I forget who I sold. But he, I put Monty up for... Was it Chubb? I, no, it wasn't. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah. When you're doing yours, I'll go through and try and figure out okay. who it was. Um, so, so I sold Monty and Claypool for... Callaway, which is a throwaway, didn't care. I wasn't going to reject it because of that. It was more for the 24 first. I did, yep. I kind of did was this was we, this idea came to me from the, 
the marathon zoom chat, which was talking about packaging guys that aren't worth a first for a first. Yeah. And just take, even though you, maybe it's a little bit low, just take it and go with it to kind of do it. It's a team that I'm not really, I don't think I'm competing or I can handle the loss kind of deal pretty well, but I add it. Uh, this one doesn't look good today at all. <laughs> this next one does not look yeah. good. This is also comes from ideas from the zoom chat, but uh, I sent it. I had sent out all my Elijah Moore's for sky Moore at that time. Uh, only one got accepted. So thank God only one, um, but it is what it is. You win some, you lose some. So Elijah Moore for sky Moore. Yikes. Not, not good, Bob. Not good. Um, the next one this is uh, all after uh, the Brees Hall injury in the DDL2, which is a 14-team, two-tight-end league, PPC, PP, uh, two premium for tight ends as well, uh, auction league. So DDL1, 2, and 3 are auction rookie drafts. Um, and I gave up Brees Hall, and I got Brian Robinson and a 23 first. The first is late, but again, I don't really care where it is because I already have two other firsts. It just adds to my pile of money to try and go and replace Brees with Bijan or some, or Gibbs and another guy or something like that. So pretty happy with that one. Uh, in Deep Impact, which was a 14-team start nine, uh, it's going to start 10 next year. I gave up Brees for Ramondre Stevenson in a 23 first. I this love is also, that one. I it's also that one. only start one running back, and it's a .1 PPC, so it's not – huge and i love this because this is with a person that does not trade at all in this league i went back and looked at their they had made over the last three years i think they've made two trades wow so it was like holy shit and i've sent the, <laughs> this person a gajillion offers because if anybody knows me plays me you everybody gets offers from me uh they might get rejected but whatever i get offers so that was good and then in the dthq and dnc chat scott a and i sold uh George Pickens to uh, Shane Manila for Brees Hall. We are not competing this year. Our team is not not good, Bob. Uh, um, but uh, that pairs Brees with uh, Barkley for next year. Scott was more in favor of it than I was, but I wasn't going to push back on it too hard because uh, you know if we can get value for Pickens, uh, I still have Pickens. I still have Hall above Pickens. I, I mean, there's a lot of George Pickens is wide receiver like a wide receiver one kind of deal talk. I mean, like, eh, I don't know about that kind of deal. It's like, he's the next coming of, I don't know who, like some stars kind of deal. And I'm like, he's got Kenny Pickett throwing to him. It's not, it's not, come on, let's, let's, hey, let's slow well, our roll a little bit. Kenny Pickett's also top 20 most efficient quarterback still as a rookie. So yeah, what we're going into next, I did some deals. Uh, well, I did a deal and I had, a uh, special section per request on Twitter from Alex uh, on attempted deals. But uh, I had three 2023 firsts in a league. Didn't necessarily plan to compete. Was that overperforming? I think four and three so far. And, you know, I, I had uh, Saquon and Swift. And I think I only rostered like two other running backs in that league, maybe three. And uh, I offered... Uh, my I offered Chris Godwin for a 23 first from this owner. Um, and like I said, I was I, I was specifically targeting this guy because it's it is a safe league, it's on potential points. The top 10 picks are determined by potential points. So even if they make the playoffs, if their potential points are the lowest, they get the 101. Um, and uh, he has the lowest right now, so he is the 101. He countered 
asked for Swift, so I gave Swift for the current 2023-101, and uh, I asked you for advice on this. You're like, yeah, definitely do that, because it also helps me improve my um, 2023 first by getting those points off, and heck, if Swift gets hurt next week or something, then, uh, you know, that really is a dead trade and just continues to make that uh, pick solidified as the 101 and Bijan. So um, going into the uh, tempted deals, I just wanted to touch on Jim and I uh, co-own in HQ6. I mentioned that we picked Brees Hall. We were loving it because, you know, we had thought about picking Saquon. Well, you know, a lot can happen in the, the, the split second. So we were trying to then acquire Barkley um, from Alex. So we had sent four different offers to him um, to give him options. Brees Hall, give Brees Hall, because we have Brees Hall, he's injured, uh, and our 24 first and second to get Barkley. We offered Brees Hall, Tony Pollard, a 24 second to get Barkley and Pacheco. We offered Brees Hall, Pollard, Mills, because his quarterbacks right now are, uh, I think, Mac Jones. I, I I can't even say. I don't remember off the top of my head. But he could use a quarterback. Um, and we offered Hall, Pollard, Mills to get Barkley and Pacheco. And then uh, we also offered Hall, Komet to the field owner and a 24-second to get Cook and Godwin. Um, Dalvin Cook, that is, and because he had just put those two guys on the block. I think he's third third to last or second to last in the league, so he's just trying to shed some points. Um, he declined that, and I, he asked for two firsts and two seconds, and I'm like, nope, definitely not going to do that. And then uh, right before I uh, jumped on here, I offered a 2023 third uh, to get J-Rob from Shane, and he declined and countered and he wanted to add a third and a fourth to get a second, and we're not going to do that. We'll, we'll wait and figure out what to do. You know that's coming. Anytime Shane gets an <laughs> offer that says give that he's um, giving up a player for a third, he's always going to counter back to give the third to get a second. He's always going to do that. Yep. He's, it's always going to happen. But um, I love the Swift deal. I love that deal because – the guy probably doesn't even realize that he's sitting at the 101 right now. No. Nope. Kind of Cuz um, he's he's 3 and 4 and in ninth right now. Yeah. But he's 120 points below the the next lowest potential so points. So Swift might, you know, change it, but maybe it's 102 at the worst kind of deal. Yep. So, um I love that deal. I like a lot of these attempted trades. Um Alex should have taken one of them. Don't be a dickhead, Alex. Um but uh yeah, um, yeah, go on. I think you have a couple more here. Yeah, no, and and um, there's a guy that's tanking for the 101 in our original league, Greg, and uh, he's been trying to get rid of Mostert for like three weeks now. And um, I offered TDP in a 24 third to get Mostert, uh, that was declined. I'd offered a couple other deals previously. I just, I'm not giving more than a third, um, for Mostert at this point because i don't need him but if he wants rid of him i'm i'm willing to buy for a depth potential depth piece but i am afraid that he might get hurt next week you know you just never know with these running backs and then the other one that i tried uh with my brother in that league because he's he's leading his division he'll definitely make the playoffs and he's a little weak at uh 
tight end and quarterback, he's got Joe Burrow, which is a stud, but he doesn't have any back. Well, he has Taylor Heineke as his backup right now. So I was offering him Kittle, Tom Brady, and Tyler Boyd to stack with his Burrow. And I wanted to get back Amon Ra and Knox. And Amon Ra was... He was he drafted him, and my brother has irrational attachment to players that he drafts. <laughs> so they're not family members, so yeah. you don't need to hold on to them forever. Um, so yeah, but no, I get that. Homegrown, he called them homegrown talent. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, okay, yeah, okay. But okay. I mean, I, I get why he didn't want to do it. He just doesn't love <laughs> Kittle and Brady, and um, so I understand that. And Amon Ra's, you know, started out the year on fire. He got injured and. You know, had I think they had a buy already, so he missed out. I was just trying to add a receiver, another receiver with some youth, because my my top three are Diggs, Cup, um, and Chase. But Diggs and Cup are on the older side, so I was just trying to. So get you another could probably top. go move Cup. You got to move Cup for a couple of pieces if you wanted to, and still be do well. Yep, that's what I would look at doing, kind of deal. But um, and then did you get? No, this, this, yeah, this is the last attempted deal. So, J Rob, um, I tried to buy low on Elijah Moore. Um, so I offered this guy J Rob after he he needed some running back help after the trade. I'm like, all right, I'll give him J Rob and get Elijah Moore back. He declined that his counter was he wanted his 23 first back, which I had for more. And I'm like, gosh, I'm like, I just countered, all right, said in my uh decline, I'm like. He's definitely not worth a first. Thanks for the counter. <laughs> You'd have to add a first back. <laughs> right. Get the first. Yeah. I'm like, in my geez. opinion. But anyway, yeah, you know, again, um, I like the uh, showing the attempted deals. Uh, I think it'd be way too many for me to post all those. I oh, yeah. No, too, I, I mean, I mostly didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Alex, did he, did he post that? So Yeah, it was, he posted and tagged our uh, pod Twitter handle. So mm, I'll have and, to go back and look at that. But uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, again, got we we both got some deals done. Um, attempted more. That's the game of the game. Just keep going. Um, I still have some out there. Hopefully, get a few more things done. Just trying to move Brees if I can, where I can. Um, but yeah. So that. Uh, oh, but going back to that trade that we were like the Monty trade. I got Monty in a trade where I sent Bursette. Fournette in a second. I got Monty and a 24 first back. Okay. So I ended up selling Brissette, Fournette, and a 24 second for and Claypool for two for firsts. Two 24 firsts. Yep. I like that. And I think in this league, I am not. I'm three and four. I'm sitting in a pretty good spot, I think. My tight, I mean, it's not horrible. I could probably still make the playoffs. Could not. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. But uh, because of that Monty trade comes the coast-to-coast roast. And I've heard this a couple of times since I wrote it down. Like when it happened, I like went into our show sheet and typed it down so I didn't forget. Because I'm getting to be this 40 years old. I'm starting to forget things a little bit more. So um, I wrote it down because... I was just so irritated. So the trade goes through, shows up on the on the sleeper, like in the group chat for sleeper. A guy goes, oh, I would have paid more. And I fucking hate that comment because I called, and I straight up called bullshit. I go, no, you wouldn't have. He's like, well, you didn't offer. I go, 
or he or you didn't come off or i go he's been on the block for four days from the day i he literally the as soon as i acquired him i put him on the block i didn't really want him i wanted the first so put him on the block so don't and then he's like oh i looked but i didn't see anything that would work i'm like okay so don't you wouldn't have paid more because there's probably could have found something that worked it would have taken you so don't don't come with me with this bullshit. Oh, I would have paid more. No, you wouldn't have. Because if you would have, you would have sent the offer. The yeah. game isn't just to sit here and wait for offers to happen. Like, oh, I would have. Send the fucking offers. Send yeah, offers. Get, do it. Instead of just sitting around waiting for the shit to come to you. Don't get that. Uh, and I saw it today in one of the chats. Somebody um, made a trade and they, they screenshot it. Somebody else said, oh, I would have paid more. And I said, T call their bullshit. Because no, they wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it it is one of those bad behaviors, pet peeves of mine as well. Because, like, I, I'm I'm an aggressive trader. I, I I'm a volume trader. I, I make a lot of deals, and it's like those kind of comments. And like, I used to catch a lot of shit for this in our original league because I'd just be trading all the time, and they're like, "Oh, I would have given him more," and they always like blamed it on me for not paying enough, right? And I'm like, "Well, all you got to do is offer." Right. You yeah, never know. Not your you never know what can happen. But I'm like, that wasn't the only deal that I sent. That happened to be the one that was accepted. Right. right. So you just got to do a lot of trade offers like like with Alex. We offered him four or five different options. Right. Because we don't know where his head was at. So we just did a whole bunch to see if what you would want. Stick. If you want a player on my team. Send an offer. I'm not sending my opening offer. I'm not the one. If you're coming to me, if I want a player on your team, I will send the opening offer. If I want, I will send the offer. But this is a different roast, I guess. So, but yeah, but no, but, but I, I, I'm going with one. it because because it's just fucking annoying too as a salesperson. Like it's just like if I'm trying to buy something, I'm going to go make an offer, right? If I'm trying to sell something, I'm making the offer. If I'm the one doing it, if you want somebody on my team, don't ask me what I want. Don't yeah. fucking ask me what I want for him because the way I look at it is why am I going to send you an offer because if you might have paid more, I'm undercutting myself. Yeah. Like, so you send the opening offer if you want them. Kind of deal. Just send the goddamn opening offer. I will negotiate or I will counter. My negotiations will be I will decline or or I accept or I will counter. There's my negotiations. So just send an opening up, send a fair opening offer. Don't send yep. me this bullshit of a 23 first for Elijah Moore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, come on, come uh, on now. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, no, that, that was a good uh, roast this week. Cause I mean, I think obviously it, it burns us both. To, to have I think it burns like most people like the, Oh, what do you want? What do you want for your yeah. guy? I know that we've talked, we talked about that in our, the chats we're in with that, that kind of, the I would have paid more. Just I was just like, no, you wouldn't have because if you would have, you would have sent the goddamn offer. And the thing is, like, oh, I didn't know he was. I think he said, oh, I didn't know he was available. I go, well, he's been on the block for four fucking days. He yeah. literally went on the block four days ago. The yeah. day I acquired him, I said that it was like, and you've obviously been in the chat, so <laughs> I know, fuck off. I know. Yep. that's, uh, that's uh, enough for t that's enough for today. That's yeah. Enough. No, I uh, I, I enjoyed chopping it up i'm glad we were able to get this in uh and uh you know i think we i need to get more deals done i uh i i do have another trip next week so i'll have to be grinding it out on uh monday night uh while i'm at my hotel trying there to figure go. out what i'm gonna do so 
There you go. But, uh, um, yeah, Kat, I was on last week. I was on last week's episode of America's Game. So catch me there. That follow them at America's Game at America's Game on Twitter. I think that's the Twitter handle. If it's not, I'm sorry, Eric. Um, part of the Destination Devi Radio. Uh, good, good, good uh, people. There, good podcast. Great stuff. Um, and for the Coast to Coast Dynasty podcast, I am Ruben Almada at Superflex Gen. And I am Justin Mercer at C2C Dynasty Merce. Follow the pod at C2C Dynasty Pod and rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you and have a good one. Peace.